What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Ghost Ninja Raccoon. This is your intermittently horror movie recap podcast where I, CG, retell you the story of a horror movie I watched in 30 minutes or less because I like telling motherfucking stories and I like motherfucking horror movies. This is going to be a mini cap episode and if I've only had one other of those, this one, I'm going to tell you about two to four movies. It depends on how long each segment is. Um, so you're going to get more movies, each one just a little bit of a shorter time because I started watching a movie for another podcast that I listened to and this shit was ridiculous and I was like, you know what, my two to four listeners would love this story. So before I get into that, um, just a little update on the world. We have now made it to level May of 2020. April was a pretty shitty level, but May is not, it's, it's not doing that much better. Um, let's see the Rona, the Rona's still here, killing people, infecting millions. Uh, a lot of people are just really mad. They have to wear masks to go outside. Like I don't want to have to wear a mask when I'm buying my groceries. Why? Why is this such a hard thing? I don't know why people are so mad. Like, they are fucking pissed. Um, A lot of people are mad they can't get their nails done. I mean, my cuticles aren't looking amazing, but, like, livid protesting about nails. It's insane. Uh, Oh, we got murder hornets, too. Like, murder hornets. May was like, guess what? Murder hornets! No one expected that. So hopefully they don't they don't kill us. I mean, murder hornets are like quit calling us that, but we're like yeah, murder hornets. You are. Let's see what else. Um. Oh, we're in quarantine until May twenty eighth. That's right. Like right before my birthday. But we in the house. We in the house forever. Feels like. Guess who's not going outside for their birthday? Me. Me. I may have a Zoom party or some shit, but. I ain't going outside. Anywho, so that's what's been going on. Yeah, it's great, you guys. And other new, oh, we also had some snow in Michigan. Yeah, just yesterday, May 8th, snow. Awesome. But the sun's out today, and it's going to get to like 50 degrees. So, you know, that's better than 30 degrees. So I guess there's that. Um so yeah, now that I finished watching all 15 seasons of CSI, less the um, one with uh, Lawrence Fishburne, because I did not like his character arc, and I felt like they, anyway, we're not going to get into that. Also, I watched Tiger King, and I watched this really interesting documentary on chicken showing. Like, there are people who breed chickens to, like, show, like, like a dog show, but with chickens, it was crazy. It was really good. I can't think of what it was called, but it was good. Anyway, okay, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I am watching, the first movie I'm watching, I got like way off track. The first movie I'm watching, and it's supposed to be a mini cat, like cat. I'm supposed to be doing this way fast and I'm just dragging on about the fucking Ronin chicken breeding showing. Like, seriously, there's so many different kind of chickens with all of the different kind of feathers. Like this one dude actually charted out like from the grandmama chicken to the baby chicken. It was interesting. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The first movie I'm watching is called, oh, excuse me, The Pit. It's from 1981. I had to watch this on YouTube. It is not available streaming anywhere. 
Um, let me tell you what it's about. It says, a solitary and strange preteen boy wreaks revenge on his harassers when he makes a disturbing discovery in the depth of a forest. Um, what do they call him? Strange preteen. Strange preteen is appropriate. This kid is weird as fuck. And so is this movie. So let's get into it. So we start out with the kid. His name is Jamie. We're going to actually call him Jamie because he's just a strange preteen. It's just too many syllables. Jamie is trying to trick a pirate and a ballerina into coming to the woods with him. He's dressed as a ghost. So then we flash back to what led up to this uh, trickery into the woods. So Jamie is at school. He's in detention. He writing some shit on the board. He done cut some shit out of a book. And the teacher was like, you can't fucking do this to books. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? So she takes the book back to the library. She like, yo librarian, can you like fix this? Like, what can we do? She's like, I'll just cut the page out. And the librarian is like, who did this? And she was like, Jamie and the librarian like, yeah, yeah, he's strange as fuck. So Everybody knows that this kid is strange. The, the teachers know, the librarian know, his parents know, all the kids fuck with him. So on his way home from school, he runs into the library. Well, I guess he's walking past the librarian's house. He runs into her daughter. She fucking bullied him too. So he gets to the house. His parents is going out of town and they are hiring a babysitter. And um, he liked the babysitter. She cool. The parents leave. He loved the babysitter. Like he loved this bitch. Later in the movie, he creepily writes on the mirror while she's in the shower. I love you. Um, freaked her the fuck out. But anyway, so none of the kids fuck with him. So his best friend is this creepy ass looking motherfucking teddy bear, like the original prototype for Teddy Ruxpin, but ugly as fuck, like Fetty Huxpin. I don't know. This bear is creepy. He is way too fucking old to be walking around with this teddy bear or whatever. So I guess his parents let it go because they know he weird and they don't want him to kill them. So, um, the bear like talks to him, but only to him, of course, in his creepy ass voice that sounds a lot like Jamie. So whatever weird shit he thinking, the bear is just like co-signing it. Like, yeah, they is crazy. Yeah, you is whatever. So the bear is his best friend because, you know, he don't have no real friends. And he do love a babysitter and his love for her is growing exponentially. And she kind of like, you know, you shouldn't love me because I'm your babysitter. He's like, but I do. Along with all of this, Jamie has some monster friends that live in the woods. They call troglodytes, this big ass pit in the woods. So he go, he found them snooping around in the woods, doing kid shit. He found these monsters. And so between them and Teddy, they his BFFs, right? And he trying to get the babysitter to fall in love with him. Now, a variety of weird shit happened with the babysitter. He get her to wash his bag. Like I said, he spied on her, taking a shower. She was sleeping. He woke up. She woke up with him sitting next to her bed, watching her sleep, also looking at her titty that fell out of her nightgown. Uh, we know ladies with big titties, you understand how that works. Anyway, so a whole bunch of creepy shit happened with the kid and the babysitter. But, you know, she getting paid, so she just like being whatever. So she take him to the football game and he meet her boyfriend and he kind of mad like, I fucking hate your boyfriend, whatever, whatever. So. He's trying to feed the troglodytes like Teddy, like, yo, you got to feed, you got to feed your monsters. So he, um, bring them like some cheese and some bullshit. They don't want that shit. So he's like, fine. He goes to the library. He 
I don't know, we get some books on monsters or whatever the fuck. And the book is like, you got to feed these monsters meat. So he was like, all right. He steals some money from the baby to the purse, go to the butcher, get some meat, start feeding the monsters meat. Everything's great. Monsters getting their meat. Um, you know, it's great. He steal the meat money from the babysitter. He ain't got to worry about it. So while he's giving the monsters meat, um, he, oh, babysitter, not babysitter, the librarian's daughter, niece, whoever the fuck she is, she bullies Timmy some more, trick him to fall down, whatever. He hates this bitch too. So he sets up the librarian to get some new photos of her by recording him prank sending her a prank call that he recorded about a kidnapping of the niece daughter or whatever and he's like if you take your clothes off in front of the window because I'm watching you then I'll tell you where she is so he get her to do this shit and while she's doing it he's taking Polaroids of her right so Jamie crazy as fuck then he the babysitter finds out he's selling money out of her purse she confront him so he's like fuck now my you know cash source to feed my monsters is gone he tried to trick a cow into falling into the hole but you can't fucking trick a cow um and so then he walks past librarian's daughter and you're like you know what i'm about to trick this bitch because i'm tired of her so he challenged her to a bike race in the woods get her in the woods push that bitch in the hole um, this is after this part is when he writes the creepy shit on the uh, bathroom window mirror and then the babysitter like, you know what, let me get my boyfriend to talk to him real quick. So she tried to get her boyfriend to talk to him. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped the random old lady after he pushed librarian daughter in some random old lady who was blind and in a wheelchair. He pushes this bitch in a wheelchair into the hole. Then babysitter had to ask her boyfriend to talk to him because of the creepy bathroom shit so he's like yeah i'll toss a football around with him you know man to man he tossed that football right into the hole with the boyfriend so he's in there also then we get to the original scene where we back on halloween or whatever night the fuck this is and now he's got the pirate and the ballerina and he get them into the fucking hole and the monsters have eaten all of these people up now all these people missing right babysitter get a new boyfriend New boyfriend dropping her off, like, where your old boyfriend at? Did you ever find out what happened to him? She's like, nope. I called his friend's coach. I don't know. He just skated. So, I don't think they called the police. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Anywho, so, uh, new boyfriend leave. Um, Jamie, like, you know, I don't know what happened to your old boyfriend, whatever, whatever, whatever. Next day, he's like, listen, let me take you to see my monsters. I know you don't believe me, but like, come on, let me show you my monsters. She's like, fine, I'm leaving soon. I'll show you my monsters. I'll go with you to see the monsters. So they go, they go to see the monsters. She see the fucking monsters. She's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, bitch, I told you it was monsters. And um, she's like, all right, we got to call like some paleontologists. We got to get some scientists to fuck over here to like look at these monsters. He's like, no, bitch, no, 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 um, These are my monsters and this is our secrets. And as I told you, we were not sharing uh, the monsters with anybody. And she's like, bruh, like you can't keep fucking monsters in a hole in the woods. We got to call some people. And he's like, listen, again, we talked about this. I love you. You're my babysitter. Boo cup. I know you don't love me back because I'm just a child. And when I grow up, it'll be fine. But we can't talk about the monsters. And she's like, listen, I only agreed to not 
share, you know, t- tell anybody about this? Because I thought you was fucking lying. And I just wanted to come down here to kind of prove that you was lying. But these monsters is real. We got to tell somebody. Anyway, they go back and forth. She slip and fall into the hole. She holding on to like, you know, she kind of caught by a limb or some shit. He tries to save her, but the limb break and she fall, fall the fuck in. He is devastated. Like he is beside himself. He home. He crying and shit to fucking Teddy. Teddy is like, yo, yo, you tried to save her. You didn't kill her. She just fail like it's not your fault like don't feel bad so teddy is like comforting him and shit the police come his parents come back eventually i don't know where the fuck they was the police like what happened and where she go blah 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 and jamie's like well she left with that new boyfriend blah 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 so please get new boyfriend in they questioning him jamie has put the tutu from the ballerina as well as the polaroids he took of the librarian into the car of new boyfriend trying to set him the fuck up sociopath and the police question him but he didn't do it obviously so jamie is now seeing the ghost of the babysitter like yo you fucked up yo and he's feeling bad about it. He crying every time he see her go. So he go to the monsters and he's like, yo, monsters, I can't fuck with y'all no more. I can't bring y'all no more people. I feel real bad, um, you know, but I'm gonna give you this rope so y'all can get out and get your own food, you know, do your shit. So Teddy is like, yo, man, it's okay. And he's like, but Teddy, I keep seeing the ghost. And Teddy's like, it's just because you feel bad, but it's fine. You didn't kill her. So he's still feeling bad and shit. Meanwhile, the monsters get the fuck out. And now more people are missing and they just killing people left and right. So the police are hapless, you know, town police that don't really ever have to deal with real crime. So the deputy is like, listen, we need to call in real fucking motherfucking cops, the state police, the CSIs, the behavioral investigation unit, BAU, everybody. We need to call everybody. And the sheriff is like, no, we're not calling nobody because everyone's going to be like, why can't you solve your own crimes? No, I don't want to look like an idiot in front of all of my crime solving brethren. So he too proud to call anybody. Instead, they get all the town dudes together who hunt because one of the farmers saw the monster and he was like, yeah, it's a fucking monster. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. Everybody get y'all guns. We just going to go in the woods with these monsters and we're going to fucking shoot them. And that's pretty much what the fuck they did. They, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 of them all just kind of surround the woods and slowly walk into it until the monsters run, run. And the monsters ran back into their hole and the police just fucking killed them all. Just boom, 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 shot them up in a hole. And then there was no... Um, investigation ain't nobody go down there they didn't like check them they was like ah they was just wild dogs and then they just covered up the whole hole with a fucking back hole full of dirt they didn't even like check the rope to see like who put this fucking rope here they was like fuck it crisis averted and uh that was it so at this particular point it's like five or six minutes left in the movie i am big fucking mad because i'm like no one's going to investigate this. No one's going to do anything to fucking crazy ass Jamie who done let this weird ass Teddy Ruxman, Teddy Bear talk him into pushing all these people in this motherfucking hole. Like nothing's going to happen. <laughs> so next scene, Jamie is out going to visit his grandparents 
and he's getting out the car and it's a beautiful land and um, grandma's like I'm gonna make dinner and so there's a little girl playing and grandpa's like hey this can be your friend Alyssa or Alexis or whatever the fuck her name was and here's your new friend and so he's like Teddy I'm gonna be right back I'm about to go check this little bitch out and see what we about to do so he go and they play and she's like hey you want to be my friend let's play you chase me into the woods so he chasing her into the woods because he's like yeah she's cute and like she's more my age and you know I'm not gonna trick her to fall into the monsters like that last babysitter that I really love and they run into the woods and then they find another pit and so he's looking in the pit and there's monsters there's troglodytes and he's like those are troglodytes and she's like I know and he's like they eat people and she's like I know and then she get behind him and push him the fuck in that's right Jamie got his comeuppance because little new girl who didn't give a fuck about him. And while he in his demented mind was only feeding the troglodytes, people who were mean to him or people he deemed evil until the babysitter fell in and then he felt bad. He quit. This new little girl didn't give a fuck. She didn't know him. She was like, you know what? My monsters is hungry and they haven't eaten in a while. So, hey, new little person, um, you kind of scrawny, but you'll do. Maybe her chocolate ice was smallish. They may not have been that big yet. But whatever the case, she killed him real quick. And and then the movie went off. Then it was credits. So going in, I would have gave this movie a hard one ninja star. Going out, it is still the quality of a hard one ninja star. But it was entertaining. It, the acting was bad. The scenery was bad. The script was bad. Uh, the monsters were horrendous. But it was entertaining. Not the twists and the turns and the... The lengths that this kid was willing to go through, he, like he didn't really have, he didn't really have like a motive. He just, I guess he was trying to get the babysitter to fall in love with him, but he wasn't doing anything to get her to do it. And I mean, I guess he just wanted revenge on the people who was bullying him, but it didn't even start out that way. Like he only kind of stumbled onto the fact that the monsters ate meat and then he was like, yeah. I can't get this cow to go over there, but I probably can get that pirate and ballerina. So, anywho, that was the pit. Uh, like I said, you can watch that shit on YouTube. Oh, did I? Yeah, it's it's still a one ninja star. It's pretty terrible. It's entertaining, but it is bad. So stay tuned for the next movie. I don't know what it's gonna be yet because, like I said, I wasn't even planning on doing a podcast today. I don't even know if I said that, but if I didn't, I didn't, and so. Whatever I do next will be what I do next. You'll find out. When I find out, be back in a minute. Well, not a minute. In the length of time it's going to take me to watch another movie. But, you know, a minute. Hey, y'all. I am back. Seconds for you. Weeks for me. I actually watched this next movie a couple weeks ago. And I had took some notes copious notes but I had to kind of do a little refresh because when I first recorded this I had missed a whole bunch of important shit that I needed to tell y'all about so I kind of did a fast forward 10 minute you know just refresh anyway welcome back uh I have decided to change the name of these mini caps to either double cap or triple cap because mini caps sound like it should be shorter even though it's a shorter recap of the movie I usually do multiple movies and mini cap is really just misleading so this is going to be a double cap 
I'm going to do two movies, uh, obviously, as I am back doing another one. Um, even though it's weeks later, it's still the Rona. Shit is still happening. It's still terrible out here in these streets. But they kind of let you know uh, states is opening up and more people is getting it again and yada, yada, yada. Hashtag, I'm still in the house. Um, great. So, all that's aside, let's get into it. The second movie I'm doing is called I See You. It's from 2019. It is an hour and 38 minutes, although I swear it seemed much longer than that. Um, you can watch this on Amazon Prime. It is starring Mad About You fame actor Helen Hunt and John Tenney, who has been in tons of movies, none of which I have remembered seeing him in. He is, though, a character actor that you would recognize if you saw him. He was in a bunch of shit. It's neither here nor there. I selected this film because one has got Helen Hunt in it, and I haven't seen her in anything. I think they did a Mad About You reboot, but... I wasn't going to watch it, and I didn't. If they did, I didn't check to see if it actually came to fruition or not. And in the trailer, it's a creepy frog mask. So, let me tell you the synopsis. <clears throat> Helen Hunt stars in the mind-twisting psychological thriller. The lead investigator on a missing persons case struggles to balance work and home life. But when the family is put in mortal danger... An evil truth about their home is finally uncovered. How is Amazon going to put Helen Hunt stars in this mind-twisting psychological thriller as part of the description of the movie? Like, the only reason they feel like you should watch this is because Helen Hunt is in it. Like, they lead off with that. And in Amazon's defense, after having watched this whole movie... She's completely missing from the whole second half of the movie. She's, like, in it hard, heavy in the first beginning. And then she's missing... And then she come back at the end. So it's kind of like she's not even like the primary star. It's the lead investigator dude who really. Anyway, 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 anyway. All right, let's get into it. Oh, let me give it a pre ninja star rating. So with Helen Hunt being the lead actress, I was going strong in with like a 3.5 because I'm assuming this bitch is coming back, trying to get back into acting after all of these years. She done had her. You know, I'm older, lady, plastic surgery done to try to make herself look younger. But she just looked like an older lady with plastic surgery. It's fine. They do a whole bunch of close-ups on her face, which I feel like is unnecessary. Because it really didn't, it was actually unnecessary. I mean, I understand why they do that shit for, you know, hot motherfuckers. But it was just a whole bunch of unnecessary, like, staring off into, like... It was like the soap opera gaze. There was a lot of soap opera gazes in this movie. So, anywho, let's get started. So, the movie opens up with a young boy traveling through the woods. Not traveling. He's riding home from school, riding his bike home from school. As he's riding his bike home from school, he cuts through the woods. He gets snatched off his bike by some invisible force. We can't, we don't know what it is. So it starts out like, ooh, supernatural. And then we quick cut to a family in a beautiful home. Beautiful. Beautiful home. Helen hunts the mom. And she is making breakfast, making some pancakes for her son who hates her. He is angry teen. Angry teen don't give a fuck about mom. He hates his bitch and he makes sure she knows it. She is asking him about her mug, her favorite mug, which she always has coffee in, which is lost. He don't know where her fucking mug is. Also, he hates her, so he don't give a fuck. Even if he did know, he wasn't going to tell her. So mom's like, all right, I'm out. I'm bouncing. I'm going to work. This bitch is a therapist or a doctor of sorts. 
and after she leaves dad's on the couch he's like you should eat the pancakes him and son are cool you know they connect in they bonding on the hate of the mom whatever son leaves to go to school mom calls back to talk to dad about some shit he hates this bitch too um he had told son he was going to move into the guest room because he had been sleeping on the couch so you could tell that some recent shit has happened in the family that has thrown them askew because when mom's talking to dad on the phone after he he's like was that all you wanted like he's mad at this bitch too they hang up he throws the phone it smashes through the window he's like fuck he goes to look out the window he notices the mom's mug is on the roof so he goes out on the roof because you can access it through wherever the fuck in their house beautiful home again gets the mug seizes her cigarettes in and he's like fuck you know angry teen angry teen what are you doing so yeah 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 that's what happens so the movie goes on dad cop is the lead investigator for the missing teen so he's talking to his captain who is erica alexander from living single um got to see her looking great by the way her and helen hunt are probably of similar age but erica alexander looks exactly the same as she did from living single a bajillion million years ago so He's talking to the captain. She's like, yo, this seems like a copycat or whatever. We're going to have to call in the investigator from the original crime. So previously some boys had disappeared and was killed and they prosecuted and convicted a pedophile who is now in jail 15 years ago. So she's like, we're going to have to call this dude in because, you know, the same shit is happening. But you, dad cop, are still the detective on this. He was like, bet. Great. Fine. So. They call the other cop. He's, you know, a cranky old black dude. He ain't cranky. He's cool. But they call him and, you know, they getting him up to speed on the case. They form a troop of fucking searchers. They search in the woods. They got to see if they can find this kid <clears throat> that's missing. So, meanwhile, um, back at the house, weird shit is happening at the house. Mom is at the home with the kid here and there. We notice shit like... um the silverware is gone. Oh, wait, before that, mom gets home and there's a dude in the house repairing the window. And she's like, what the fuck? Why are you in my house? And he's like, I got a call. Your window was broke from dad. And he, the repair guy's like, your daughter let me in. So mom is like, what? I don't have a daughter. So he was like, look, your daughter let me in. So he leaves. Dad gets home. Mom realizes the silverware is missing. She's asking him about his day. He's like you know, was shitty. She's like, I think the repairman stole our silverware. I reported him. And dad is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why is you doing that? Whatever. So dad's going upstairs. He notices some of the pictures from the wall are missing. Just little shit around the house is, you know, mom turns off the TV and then the TV turns back on little stuff like this is happening. So it's kind of like, is this motherfucking house haunted? Right. So she, the son is up late playing video games. She go in his room. She's kind of looking under his bed. She see this creepy like frog mask and she's like, what the fuck? And then the son is like, get the fuck out of my room, bitch. I hate you. Arr. Whatever. She leaves. So um, the next day, you know, they still do an investigation on a crime. They um, go to uh, old, wise old black cop and the dad cop. They're like, all right, well, there's only two survivors from the original case. Let's see if we can track these mofos down and maybe get some new information from them. So they do that, but they can only find one of the boys. He real fucked up. Blase ski, blase ski. Um, and they know that the killer 
gave them these little green knives, which they found one or some shit. That's how come they linking this to the other crime because they find this green fucking knife. So they can't find another boy. Anyway, next morning or whenever the fuck this happens, mom's at the crib and, um, oh no, no, her and her son are having dinner and dad is working. And this is when we find out why they hate each other. Mom had an affair. Son is angry about that shit. And I'm assuming this is like recently everybody's finding out about the affair. So he's like, you know, your fancy dinners ain't going to make up for the fact that you cheated on dad, blah, 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 blah. So when dad come back, they have conversations and, you know, we find out that mom's family is rich and her parents never thought dad cop was going to be good enough for her. And it's really only because she got pregnant that they got married. And, you know, he's like, aren't you, you think that we probably wouldn't have gotten married if we weren't pregnant? And she's like, I'm happy things worked out the way they did total therapist answer. So we clearly see that their marriage was kind of in trouble from the beginning, but they kind of pushed through for the sake of the kid. And she started cheating because she probably never really loved him in the first fucking place, or at least not like that. So their marriage was already kind of on the rocks. Anyway, so next day, it's the morning. Her boo cup come over to the house. Okay. In the morning time. She's like, what the fuck? are you doing here? He's like, bitch, I love you. I don't want us to be broken up. I want to love you forever and ever. And she's like, bruh, seriously, I'm trying to make my marriage work. Like you got to bounce. And he's like, no, no, I love you. I love you. And then something falls off the roof and hits him in the head. And then now he's bleeding. So she's like, fuck. So she, now I would have been like you and your blood got to get the fuck out of here. But no, she takes him in the house, takes him in the basement. Like, listen, I got to take my son to school, but you just stay down here and I'll be right back. And when I come back, I will like fix your head the fuck up and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So great. So she leaves. She takes her son to school. Boyfriend's in the basement, like straight chilling. She's gone for however fucking long she's gone. And then when she comes back, she goes downstairs and her boyfriend is dead. So she freaks the fuck out. She calls dad cop. Dad cop! My boyfriend's dead in the basement. He comes down. He's like, what the fuck is he doing here? She's like, uh, reasons. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing's happening. And he's like, well, they assume that their son did it, that he either snuck back in or whatever the fuck. He came home. Who knows? He did it when she was putting her drawers on. I don't know. They think the son did it. Dad cop is like, yo, we got to take care of this because if we call the police, we both know our son is going to go to jail. I'm a dad and a cop and we don't want that. So she's like, fine, bet. They pack son up, not pack son up. They pack up. Um, I don't know. Where was the fucking son? I guess he's air quotes at school because they was gone. Well, I guess it would take a long time. Anyway, they pack dude up, clean up the basement, put him in the back of her truck and they drive out far away to the woods somewhere and they are going to bury him. So they gone all the rest of the day, digging a fucking hole, burying this motherfucker and then getting back to the house. So when they get back, it's the night. And they come into the house and was the son getting the messages first? Somebody started messaging the son. Like, do you know what frogging is? And they start sending him these pictures of shit from inside of his home. He looks up frogging. Frogging is a phenomenon when someone who maybe is experiencing homelessness or maybe not breaks into your home and lives there 
with you without you knowing. Now, when they do this, they don't take your shit. Like they eat your food. They use your home when you're not there. And then when you are home, they just be quiet in some other place in your house, just hanging the fuck out. So he's looking at this shit. He's like, what the fuck? And then, um, we quick cut to parents coming home. We don't see anything else that happens. We quick cut to him coming home. They're like, oh, dad's, you know, they winding down from burying a person. Mom goes upstairs and the son is tied up with tape over his mouth in the bathtub. She screams. Dad's like, what the fuck? They get the son out. He's like, take him to the hospital. He needs to get checked out. Mom takes him to the hospital. And then we see dad looking around the house. And then we see, and there have been like some shadowy shits here and there, but we don't really see anything, you know, at this point. But now our dad's looking around the house. Now we see a person coming out with this creepy fucking frog mask on with an ax about to chop dad. So right when he's rearing up, getting ready to chop him, now we hit a flashback. So now we go back to however many days ago when these motherfuckers broke into their house. So we see mom leaving one day and there's two young adults, a female and male, we're going to call them, um, lady frog and male frog. Um, and they have a video camera. And as soon as once she leaves and the garage door is coming down, they run and get in through the garage door. Now, public service announcement. If you have a garage door and then you also have an internal door that leads to your home, you should lock the internal door. Also, you should not just lock the garage door because people can break into garages pretty fucking easily. So, they break in, they looking all the fuck around their house, living their best life. They sleeping up in the guest room until dad moves up there. So now we know that there are other people into the house, right? And the girl frog is like, lady frog, I'm sorry, we're not going to call her a girl because she's a young adult. Lady frog is like, listen, we don't, you know, we want to be un known in the home. We don't fuck with their shit. We don't take anything. We only eat small amounts of food that they wouldn't notice are gone because we don't want to be detected. You know, this is better than sleeping on the streets because they don't have a place to live or be. So the uh, male frog is like, yeah, but why don't we like fuck with them since we're here? And she's like, no motherfucker. That's not what we trying to not be in the streets. We're not trying to fuck with people, but he's like, yeah, 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 bitch. I want to fuck with them. So um, he takes, steal some Ambien from the mom or dad or whoever and puts it in her water. And so he decides he is going to now start fucking with the family. So a flashback, we see him sitting on the roof, smoking a cigarette. He stole mom's mug and this is where he hang out at. He took all the fucking silverware. He's the one who's been taking pictures out of their frames. And, um, he, while he was on the roof, the day he was on the roof was the day that the boyfriend comes and the girl is like, what the fuck are you doing? Get in the house. He drops the mug and that's what hit boyfriend in the head. So we see all this shit happening in the background. Um, and after they left to go bury the body is when we see the girl is like, I'm going to go in the basement and get our shit. So, you know, you chill. I'll be back. She go in the basement to get their shit. And this is when, um, this is after mom has taken her son to school, boyfriend's in the basement, bleeding by the head. She tell male frog to like chill for a minute and she goes downstairs to get that shit. While she's down there is when boyfriend get killed. So we thought that maybe it was a brother. Then we thought maybe it was the male frog after we see all of this other shit happening. But then we see it's actually dad cop who kills the boyfriend. 
So she's got to stay down there this whole time. Dad cop kills the boyfriend. Mom come back. They see all this shit. She sees all this shit. They got to pack him up because she can't leave, obviously, because they will spot her. So once they leave, okay, and take um, him out to bury him, they gone forever and ever. She goes upstairs and she sees male frog has been fucking with uh, angry teen son. He got, he done knocked him out some kind of way. He got him tied up and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, what, what, what? And she's like, no, no, no. You going too motherfucking far. I'm calling the cops. He's like, no, bitch, you was not calling the cops. And she's like, yes, the fuck I am. They fight a little bit. She fall down the stairs. She hit her head. He's like, fuck. So he put, he's the one who had put brother in the bathtub, got him all tied up in the bathtub, knocked the fuck out. He grabbed all of their shit, put it in the back of dad, um, dad cop's car, get her, put her in the back of dad cop's car. And he's like, fuck it. We about to leave. About to steal the car. And it's one of these push button, you know, starts and he don't have the main key, obviously. So the push button shit don't work. So dad cop and mom now they have returned from burying the body in the woods and he gets out the car like hides or whatever and this is when they find mom and then find the boy in the bathtub and then they leave and so in the first part we had seen that male frog in the mask about to fuck up dad but he didn't do that immediately so after mom leaves dad also leaves now at this particular point Lady Frog is in the back of the car with all of their shit because male frog was getting ready to leave and escape, but they got caught first. Well, not caught, but they came back first. So dad is now driving through the woods um, with girl in the back of the car and she kind of comes to, she don't know what the fuck is going on. So they get out to the woods somewhere and there's like this trailer in the woods. She sees um, a bat in the back of his car, which is the bat he used to kill boyfriend with. And so she goes into this trailer. She did call the police. Like, I think some, I think I found, I think I may have seen the the person who kidnapped these kids. So, cause she found a bag and shit in the car. So she goes in the trailer. She sees the two boys. They are locked in a closet, trapped in the closet. And she's like, okay, I'm going to get you out. I'm going to get you out. And then dad cop comes and puts a bag over her head and suffocates her till she passes out. Not till she dies, just as she passes out. So he takes this bitch, he put her in the back of the car, and then he finds their bag with all that shit. He see the video camera, because they had been taping all their frog and shit the whole time so they could post it on YouTube or whatever. So now he looking at this shit, and he's like, fuck, now he know what the fuck is going on, and there's people in the house, and yada, yada, yada. So he drives his bitch back to the house, and his plan is to set it up as though they are home invaders, or at least that she is a home invader. Oh no, because he know the other boy is there because of the video. So to set them up as home invaders, and then he's going to kill them, and blase ski, blase ski. So um, the police captain had told... Um, old wise partner hey we got a call about somebody saw the boys they dispatched the cops to whatever 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 and um dad cop has told the girl i'm about to set you up bitch and she's like no what are you talking about then he shoots her he has another gun which he wipes fingerprints off on puts a couple shots in the wall so it looks like she was trying to shoot him so he shot her and then um this is when male frog kind of comes out and they kind of start tussling and fighting about the house. So they fight, they fight, dad cop knocks him out or so he thinks he's on the ground. Then dad cop gets a knife, stabs his own self in the shoulder. And, um, mm, one point. So I think the reason that dad cop had left the house 
after mom went to take the son to the hospital when male frog had put uh, angry teen in the tub he had also left one of the green knives and put it in the soap so dad had saved that mom probably didn't notice it and then you know so that's when dad left and went to the woods and came back what he was going to do in the woods because essentially dad cop is the motherfucking killer or the kidnapper of the kids what he was going to do in the woods was to kill the boys and bury the bodies but then the girl showed up and that threw off his plan he saw the fucking video realized that it was people in his house so now he got to go back he didn't know that she called the police he missed that part he was actually digging holes to bury these motherfucking kids in so he missed the police calling part. So he get her, take her back to the house. And now that he tussling with the boy, he's like, fuck, I'm going to set y'all up to be the motherfucking killers. Y'all was the kidnappers of the boys and y'all came in here and attacked me. So they, you know, uh, he thinks he got yeah, the male frogger knocked out, but he ain't. He get up, he looking around. He's like, oh, where you go? Where you go? Male frogger got the gun. So now a cop is telling him the story like, you can't kill me. I'm a cop. You know, they're going to be looking for you. I'm about to set y'all up. Y'all about to be the killers. They going to think y'all did it, blah, blah, blah. So then the boy finally kind of comes into the light. Male frog comes into the light and dad cop sees him and he's like, oh, fuck. And you can see the recognition on his face. He is, turns out, male frog is the missing kid from the first two boys that were attacked that they couldn't find. And so he's looking at him and he's like, oh shit. And so you can see that male frog is like, yeah, I'm about to fuck you up. And dad cop is like, no, you don't understand when I was a boy. And male frog was like, I don't give a fuck. And he shoots him. Boom dead and then partner cop comes in and he sees male frog there with the gun and dad cop on the ground so he shoots him but he don't kill him he just shoot him in the shoulder so when he walks over to um male frog he the he's not dead so he recognizes the detective because he had worked the first case and then the detective recognizes the boy and so he kind of starts putting two and two together So then they go to dad cop's car and they open the car and they find the bag with the bat in it. And then all the other fucking green knives from before. And then mom comes home with the um, angry team from the hospital and they kind of figuring out what happened. And then they flashing back to when male frog was a little boy with the other kid who they did find who was still fucked up. Um, And we see that dad cop was the one who was coming up to them to give them the knife and like, you know, be their friend and molest and rapey them. So essentially that was the end. Um, Dad cop was a pedophile murderer and um, the original crime was pinned on another pedophile who, I mean, he was also a pedophile. I'm sure dad cop kind of set it up for that dude to take the fall. He had been in jail 15 years. Dad cop apparently couldn't keep it in his pants. And needed to get with some little boys again. So he started back up. Just so happened to be put on the case for the shit that he did. Oh, and in the first beginning when the kid was mysteriously pulled off the bike, dad cop had set up like a trip wire, you know, a a wire of some sort that you wouldn't notice if you just riding your bike, which is what the little kid hit to pull him off of his bike. So that was the end. Um, You have to wonder if... You know, Helen Hunt wasn't wrong for cheating on him because their sex life was probably trash since he really wasn't into women, but into little boys because he was molested as a child and blase ski, blase ski, but it don't matter. He was a pedophile and got killed by his victim and he deserved it. So 
fucking there. Um, all right, that's the end. What would I rate this movie? It was just okay. Like, I really liked the first half of it, but then once they started doing a flashback with the Frogger part, they didn't really have to go through every single scene of mysterious shit and then show the Froggers doing it. Oh, the Frogger had... Not only did he take the pictures, um, take her mug and the silverware was hiding under the son's bed. He had peed on the dad in his sleep one time too. So that was gross. Uh, so they showed all of that shit in flashback. So it was like two whole parts of the movie, the first part of the movie and then the middle part where they showing all the frogger shit and then the end. So it kind of got a little bit bogged down, but, um, it was fine. So I would give it, I'm gonna give it. What did I go? I said 3.5 Ninja Stars to start. I'm going to just give it 2.5 Ninja Stars because it was it was just okay. I like the twists and turns and shit, um, but it just wasn't like amazing. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. And Helen Hunt was really only in it for like half the movie. And all of the soap opera gazes was completely unnecessary. Anywho, if you like my retelling of I See You and the other movie that I did before this that I don't remember. Oh, The Pit. Oh, the fucking troglodytes. Then listen to the next motherfucking episode. If you don't, then don't listen to the next episode. You got a movie recommendation? You can email me at ghostandjaraccoon at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter or Letterboxd uh, at ghostandjaraccoon. No O O in ghost, one C in raccoon. And until then, um, be safe. Don't get the Rona and stay in the house. Peace out.